I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. Numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Coming to you live coast to coast, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., Monday through Friday. We're very grateful to be here. Thanks to all the program directors that air this program. And thank you for supporting us. Also, I'd like to thank uh, TalkStreamLive.com for linking us out to some of those radio stations. And Aftermath.fm, they're the ones that give us straight to the board sound. And it's great for those that can't find us. Just look for us on Aftermath.fm. It's free. And for those of you that want to listen at a more convenient time, we do have available subscription price that you can go back and listen to the shows, go into our library, do some studying. Those are the real serious researcher. You just go to Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. And sign up for the library which includes documents books from anything from the ancient occult grimoires to uh, documents from nasa secret documents from the cia just a bunch of things that we have in our little vault and we like for you to peruse it it's really awesome if you need to get some information you just need to look under the topic and there it is right there in our library we also have study groups that are available too for some of your biggest and best writers they've contributed a lot of things to aftermath and some of the best contributors to aftermath.media are the ones who do the podcasts, and you should check out who we all have. Some great, great talent that uh, it keeps us running 24-7, and their their topics are amazing. Um, and so you may want to check those out, too, at Aftermath.media. Go there, Aftermath.media. So I had a conversation with my wife this morning talking about Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, it just doesn't feel like Thanksgiving or Christmas. It's getting colder, you know. It's like... Uh, I'm hearing the Christmas music kind of find its way through, so it reminds me, oh, yeah, Thanksgiving first, Christmas next, Halloween, totally forgotten. Uh, but, yeah, Thanksgiving, the biggest food holiday of the year. I mean, uh, Canada's already had their Thanksgiving. They have it on the day we have Columbus Day. But our Thanksgiving is where most people end up eating too much or indulging in gluttonous behaviors. Uh, I mean, we all tend to take the holiday for granted. We, we, we have, over time, counted on having a whole spread of delicious foods that we pile on the potatoes and the stuffing. I don't like candied yams. I, I just don't. <laughs> I, I, I do this little trick where uh, I have a candied yam recipe where I actually throw the yams into a bowl with uh, brown sugar and cinnamon and cranberries and apples. And I say, there you go. That's my, that's my uh, candied yams because I, I just can't handle some of the candied yams I eat, some of they put marshmallow on candy. I don't like marshmallows. I just haven't liked marshmallows my whole life. I like them in s'mores, but like fluffernutter or whatever that stuff, I never like that. But yeah, you have all these different types of foods from the cranberry sauce to the turkey bean casserole or whatever it is you do. The stuffing, I love stuffing. Plenty of turkey that's going to be consumed and left in the refrigerator for sandwiches. But I was uh, listening the other day to uh, a report about how long uh, foods can last in the refrigerator after Thanksgiving. I was It was unbelievable that stuffing can last in the refrigerator for months. If you refrigerate it right, turkeys, however, four or five days, maybe less. But um, that's the prime, that, that, that's the whole point about Thanksgiving is, is that my food paranoia kicks in. I mean, I eat the food when it's there. I see it prepared, I eat it. But if it's been sitting out, the dips sit out for too long or something sits out for too long, I get a little 
paranoid about you know the deviled eggs. I get a little paranoid about the meats that have been sitting out too long or the dips. I watch the dips to make sure nobody double dips. I'm, I'm very food paranoid in that regard, especially now that we have this you know COVID nineteen thing going on, and I'm hoping that we're seeing it diminish. But still, I was reading today that two thirds of the population were polled. And they said they wouldn't allow people into their homes that aren't vaccinated. Two-thirds of the families in this country say, "Uh uh-uh, if you're not vaccinated, you're not going to attend Thanksgiving. I just think it's an excuse. You don't want the weird uncle to show up or, you know, that, you know, crackhead, you know, cousin you have. (laughs) If you're not vaccinated, you can't come. But um, another thing, another drag about Thanksgiving is, is that people will say, yeah, well, let's kill some Indians Day like Columbus Day was. It's another one of those, let's kill the Indians. But let me just... I'm going to give you a story. I'm going to give you a Thanksgiving story, okay? And uh, I usually do. I try to do a Thanksgiving show. Um, And I do it before the actual Thanksgiving. But, yeah, it's a Thanksgiving show about the first Thanksgiving and food and some of the things you don't know, some of the darker points of Thanksgiving. The first Thanksgiving and... The Thanksgivings that followed weren't always as blessed as people thought. I mean, there were superstitions about how meals were tattered by demons. It's called food tattering, the tattering of demons. Some people would eat grains. They would become monsters after they eat grains, or they would eat meats, and they would become ravenous. They'd get they'd get some sort of a, a, a demented disorders or something from eating meats that were not cooked properly or... They'd eat ergot, which, of course, is this fungus that um, would be on the grain. I mean, you always go to these, you know, schools, school uh, pageants. And they have the pilgrims sitting down and having, you know, Thanksgiving with the Indians. And so they have, you know, some guy with a buckle on his hat. You know, they were really good with putting buckles on their hats and looking pretty buckly, I guess. But they always have in these pageants when you see the kids trying to reenact the first Thanksgiving, the, the story of Squanto. But the truth is, Squanto actually became a victim of bad food tattering. In fact, when Squanto, the liaison between the Wampanoag Indians and the pilgrims died, He was eulogized by William Bradford, the Pilgrim's governor, with these words. He said, here Squanto fell ill of Indian fever, bleeding much at the nose, which the Indians take as a symptom of death, and within a few days he died. He begged the governor to pray for him that he might go to the Englishman's God in heaven and bequeath several of his things to his English friends, his remembrances. His death was a great loss. Now, of course, part of the conversation was probably due to the fact that the Wampanoag Indians considered him a traitor, and many historians believe that he was poisoned. This food was poisoned by his own people, and even went so far as to assign him a an assistant for his dealings with the pilgrims, and that was pretty much unheard of for the Indians. It's unheard of during these pageants we hear about. Well, given that Squanto was, for reasons unknown, shunned by his tribe, captured and made a slave, taken to Europe, and escaped six years to return to America, he then was shunned again by his people, and, and then taken in reluctantly by the pilgrims who offered him the worst eulogy ever. And and the eulogy was due to the fact that his own people probably poisoned his food. And and while a more interesting story, 
than the one you're used to makes it difficult to enact this in the first Thanksgiving. And if, you know, when people want to be a drag and say, yeah, you know, the pilgrims sat down with the Indians and they killed them. No, why don't you talk about Squanto? <laughs> talk about how he was poisoned. His food was poisoned and he, he ate it and he got sick and he died. And it's believed that his own people poisoned him because of his relationship with the, with the pilgrims. And, and, and there are so many things to consider about the, the darker histories that are related to Thanksgiving. Like, well, not necessarily related to Thanksgiving, but we're talking about the first colonists and the first, you know, I guess the pilgrims or whatever you want to call them, the, the, the people that migrated to the United States from England. Um, about 100 years uh, before uh, we heard about the pilgrims, there was a colony. And it was in Roanoke, Virginia. Now, according to historians, the colony disappeared without a trace. And even worse, they left a sign that no human could decipher. It was the word Croatoan. And it was written in the tree. It said Croatoan. And, and there's so many theories as to how the colony disappeared. And one of them is that the colony may have been poisoned by ergot. Now, ergotism is a form of poisoning from ingesting grains, typically rye, and they've been infected by a dangerous fungus. I once interviewed the author of World War Z, Max Brooks. Now, he theorized that perhaps the colonists were poisoned from eating tainted rye bread, and the result was something akin to a zombie attack where crazed colonists started killing one another, including the Indians, and they ate their flesh. Ergot, ergot poisoning, rye poisoning, kind of the same effects as LSD and may be responsible for the deaths of the Roanoke colonists. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. The food holiday is upon us. Thanksgiving coming. And uh thought I would tell you a few stories about Thanksgiving that won't be shared at the table. Maybe they will now. They won't be shared at any kiddie pageants either. It's because you're listening to Ground Zero. I'm Clyde Lewis, and we'll be back. You've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.